Hello. Hell. Oh. Oh. Hey. Benvenidos. This is Break Your Feed. Your new favorite podcast where three ripping dudes is locked in a basement, cover various movies from the most popular streaming services available on the interwebs. None of us know what the other is watching. Not even me. So follow along. And be surprised, just like me. As we try to break your feed. I like surprises, and I think you will too. This is a trusty switchblade distraction. All right, well. Okay. Okay. I guess, I guess we should. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. fine. So, this week. Uh, this week. What Prime. are we watching? Amazon. Amazon Prime. Okay. Cool. This week I watched a little film called Redline. It's animated. Seen it. Of course. God, I'm No, shocked. you have not. I have not. I know you have. <laughs> <laughs> the The director's name is uh, Takeshi Koyoke or Koike. I've heard of him. Have you really? Nope. Son of a bitch. You guys need to stop fishing me along. But I know about Koi, which is a fish. <laughs> which, which actually is a fish. You're right. Is this um, movie based in a pond? It is not. It's actually a racing film. You know, red line. I think there's some kind of like oh. verbiage in there yeah. that kind of car goes racing. along with car racing. Yeah. This act, this race, though, is actually like uh, based in space, though. It's like a sci-fi meets uh, fuck, Fast and the Furious. You know, actually, Fast and the Furious are here. It is going to space in the next film. So <laughs> they might have some crossover. Anyway, that director is not really known for a whole lot. There's some other like anime films that he's been a part of, but nothing too crazy. Now, the production company, Madhouse has actually been uh has made some other films like Ninja Scroll if you guys remember <laughs> from maybe previous episodes Ninja Scroll uh another one's called Perfect Blue that they've done or produced Is that the um, surfing one? It's not <laughs> a surfing one. It's like a psychological thriller anime. I haven't actually watched it, but I've heard, you know, it's highly acclaimed. So, um not yeah. high, not high enough though for not, you to watch it. Not high enough. <laughs> I, yeah, actually, you might need to get high for that movie. This movie, not so much. There's not a whole lot of story. It's a lot of um, visual interest. Same with like uh, other films like Motherfuckers. They're kind of a loose story. It um, follows this guy named JP. He's like this evil Knievel character. He has this ridiculous like greaser haircut where his like hair comes out here. You know, guys know uh, Johnny Bravo. Oh, yeah. That kind of ridiculous uh, long, big hair. Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> His sticks out. Uh, Jimmy Neutron's like kind of like an ice cream soft serve. <laughs> this guy, he uh, qualifies for a race called Red Line. It's um, like the biggest race in their galaxy. And it's kind of like, have you guys seen the movie Death Race um, at, by chance? Is that the like the As older Jason's, one from the 70s oh, or the newer? It's probably the newer one that I've seen. It's with Jason Statham. It's like a bunch of convicts get together oh. or, and they have to race each other and anything yeah. goes. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like that where these people are all racing in this like on this planet um, where anything goes. And this planet actually hasn't allowed the race. So there's like a bunch of like underground warships. Underground it's under. Racing. Yeah, kind of. They like televise it and shit. It's really hard to explain like the whole universe and a couple minutes anyway um a lot of cool visual do effects they have gravity on the planet yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so it on, ha- they're not like, just intergalactic racing it's no it's, it's not like planet. pod racing it's not like uh that's true you're yeah. right you're right there no some of them do like kind of like glide over but it's like it's really stuck to the ground it's not like airplane like yeah. they don't go over like land speeders from land right is that what, what they're called Star Wars? Uh, yeah. Maybe. 
right? Yeah. One guy, the main guy actually drives like a Trans Am muscle car. So mm. he's kind of like an old school, I don't know. The main character has to judge, you know, his opponents who have like missiles and shit shooting out of the car. One guy has like a grappling hook uh, on like this Mario planet. Kart. Yeah, Ooh, that's I'm a good get, comparison. I'm, yeah. No, I'm getting there, dude. There's actually, I, I I basically summed it up as like an alien Mario Kart game race of death where nice. like they're literally like there's shit projectiles flying all over the place. And it's like once it gets into the racing portion of it, it's pretty high action. There's some like lead up to that and it's kind of boring. They try to like in the middle of it, throw in this weird love story, which in the end kind of gets th- tied up. Is but there cartoon sex though? There's no cartoon sex. You know, I'm going to always is... ask. Well, always. <laughs> cool world. It's. I haven't seen that. I should watch it. First movie I ever seen where a cartoon had sex with a human. Oh, is that with Brad Pitt? I can't remember. Uh, I just remember the sex scene. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll have to look into that. But there are titties. Like in most Breast, adult. Please. Oh, sorry. We're getting clinical here. My bad. Breasticles. Breasts. Por favor. Um, it's not rated. It's 102 minutes long. Uh, unrated as in it should be or unrated as in it just wasn't. It, it just said not rated. Okay. So no rating. I don't think it's not that bad. It wasn't as bad as like Ninja Scroll okay. where there's like rape scenes and shit. That's, that's you good. You don't um, have to bring that we up We can again. take a break from that. <laughs> we hate rape around here. Anti-rape, that's good. I'm glad we can Strong take a stances, stance yeah. on that. Rape-free zone um, every day. It took seven years to produce, which was kind of shocking because it didn't get that, like, wasn't that well-received. Anyway, overall, it's really uh, colorful. There's a lot of cool character designs. The, the racing vehicles are actually pretty intricate. So if you're into, like, I don't know, if some people are into, like, uh, robots and stuff. This could be cool because it's kind of like a vehicle robot feel. Um, like you were saying earlier, it's kind of tied in with Mario Kart. Um, yeah, and the style was kind of interesting. It's kind of distinct, but if you have you ever seen Kill Bill, yes, yeah. sir. So there's an animated cutscene in that to describe one of the backgrounds for the uh, one of the assassins. The, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. There's an anime cutscene, probably lasts for like ten minutes, and the style is very similar. It's for Oren Ishii. She's the um, Japanese lady that that um, the main girl, the blonde lady, Yuma Thurman, has right. to go and fight in Japan. Does okay. something happen in a room? Is she like on a bed? Oh yeah, dude. She skewers a dude with a samurai sword. Yeah, I think I remember that. Man, yeah. How I, do, how could you not remember? Was it? We'll have vo- to watch it. Volume one or volume two? Volume one. Volume one's the best. Man. I feel like I've seen that yeah, one the most. You should and I watch still it again. Don't remember it. That yeah, movie I'm is gonna watch it again. Great. Um, you know, if you're into street racing or um, just crazy visuals, um, again, a lot of the stuff that I like to watch is basically like a moving art piece. I, yeah. I kind of the stuff I look for is usually I look for visuals first and story second, and that's kind of where this falls. The story's not that good, and uh, I would say overall the visuals make up for it. So yeah. Nice. I'd recommend it. Especially, I mean, if you're into like, if you never watch anime and you're into like fast and the furious or any sort of racing stuff, it might be worth a look just to break in. Some people just don't know, you know, they think of, they have these ideas of anime in their head. Right. And then they just have to find that thing to break through. Cause I used to be that person. I used to be that person who was like, no, fuck, dude, that's weird shit. But you've matured to the point to where you can watch cartoons seriously. <laughs> I, I'm I have pre- come full circle. Yeah, <laughs> I pretty much am still that person. 
Wait, where you haven't broke in? In, re- in regards to the... Uh, well, you said you like Spirited Away. Well, and Charlotte's Web, but that is... know, those are very, very <laughs> Is there a Japanese version of Charlotte's, Re- Charlotte's Web? No. You no. tell us. I don't know. I'll have to, <laughs> if, 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 if I find it, I will let everyone know. This one does. This one does sound good. I don't know why, but I enjoy racing movies. Really? Yeah, yeah it's cool. Not necessarily Fast and Furious. If you don't like the style, it's going to be really hard to get into. Yeah. Um, but if you can appreciate the the kind of art and stuff, uh, the style. I guess I keep saying style, but fuck, that's the only word I got. the The, the way it looks is really appealing to me, and okay. if it's not appealing to you, and all you're relying on is like the story racing line. scenes and story, it's going to be hard to get through. Okay, but. Watch it. I always say watch the first 10 minutes. That's usually my rule. Yeah. If I watch the first 10, 15 minutes of a film and I don't like it, I'm probably not going to commit. Yeah. So not anyway. worth it. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm into this one. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a shot. This I, is, I on, on, we're on Amazon, Amazon. Right? Yeah, Amazon. It's on Amazon okay. and it should be there for a while and it's dubbed. So there's no Japanese Ooh, subtitles. No reading. Other like Ninja Scroll. Yeah. You could just literally sit there, get stoned and just let it happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> If I had a dollar for every time someone said that. <laughs> We're going to have to do so much editing on this episode. <laughs> this is uh, getting dark. It's very dark. <laughs> All right. That's it for me. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. You're welcome. Thank you. Me or you? You, me, you, you. Ro- you Rochambeau? Me. You, you, you. Oh, okay. we should have a live Rochambeau. Okay. Rochambeau. Let's see. Can you can you it's, see me? Because I can't see me. One, two, and then throw it? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. I can. You want me to count? This is foreshadowing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> clip clip and snip. Okay. One, two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you thought, huh? You Ready? tied? Okay. Oh. Okay. Do you want yeah. to go? Uh, sure. Okay. I don't really care. I don't know why we did that. Well, just for fun. Why not, dude? I thought you guys were going to kick each other in the nuts. I thought that was Rochambeau. <laughs> is that what Rochambeau is? Well, to Cartman it is. I... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Different game. I have not played that version. <laughs> All right. I'll describe it later. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just did. Well, there's more to it, but sorry. No, that was good because I, I had to refresh my memory with my notes ah see so i watched another good one this week i'm gonna highly recommend this one. Oh, we didn't get a rating for yours what are you gonna rate it oh. it's, pro- it's, it's maybe like on a podium like out of three since it's a racing theme podium i guess i could give it um four out of six cylinders <laughs> mm. i like it <laughs> nice. sounds pretty slow <laughs> hey i mean if and people, that, is, if, that is like that's like a D, is it? Four out of six would be sixty six. I just don't want. Yeah, it, so maybe five out of six. Yeah, that's five out of six. If you're into the anime and the art, if you're not into anime, you're not gonna. I was just trying to grade, like grade uh, it on an overall scale. Oh, okay. Like if people are into like, yeah, I don't know. So we, we'll go with four out of six. Four out of five, yeah. or four, four to five out of six okay. cylinders. Four to five out of maybe. six. It's still running. Needs to go to the shop, it, maybe. Yeah, it needs a tune-up, but it it runs. If if this one's blinking, is that that's what it's supposed to do? That's that's good. Okay, that means it's working. Good. I hope so. <laughs> that's good. We'll just put a still shot. I'll draw a stick figure. <laughs> okay. Uh, we Hello. should have an animated episode at some point. Oh fuck. 
That would be cool. Be you could start working on that, Andrew. <laughs> well, yeah. I'd have to. It'll Probably be ready next year. Or seven 2022. years. 2022. <laughs> <laughs> like his movie. Seven years to produce. Oh, said. I can't believe how long it took. Sorry. That's crazy. Yeah. So back to that, I did have a question about sure. that. Sure, yeah. So you said it took seven years to make because it was poorly received. Did they like release it at some point and then took it back? And No, I think I maybe can jumbled my words. Okay. It took seven years to produce, I think, because maybe... I didn't do a whole lot of research, but from what it seemed is like, um, there wasn't like a call for it. Like it wasn't going to be something that it was more of like a pet project that kind of gained momentum. There was no audience to begin with. Yeah. There wasn't like, they weren't planning on like, Oh, this is going to be a big hit this year. We need to prepare it by this year. It was like just something they had in the works. Um, and then released it in Japan in 2010, and then released in the U.S. in 2011. I don't know if it actually made it to theaters. It might have just had a like theatrical re- release in Japan, and then released on like DVD or Blu-ray, okay. or, you know, or on internet, right? Or in 2011. Okay. So, yeah. But seven years is a long time. That is a long time. I mean, animated movies in general are just like take forever. Super time-consuming. Yeah. Is the yeah. timer on his supposed to be going? On mine? No, no mine. on his. No, because it's on. It's we're recording on the monitors mm. today, so that's why yours <laughs> is blinking. His is. I can tell his is recording. We're good. Okay. Good. This is saving space. That yeah. would just really suck. We're it. gonna keep it under a quarter of a terabyte today. Good. <laughs> we're learning as we go. Here. Yeah, you know, troubleshoot. It'll be good. All right. All right. I watched. I keep forgetting which one we're talking about. Amazon Prime. I watched, uh, yeah, I watched The Lighthouse mm-hmm. with uh, Robert Patterson. Robert Patterson and Willem Dafoe. How do Defoe. you know all these people? Because he just <laughs> scrolls until he finds the cartoons and then he goes, It's yep. the only thing that sticks, man. I can't remember shit about <laughs> shit, but I remember movie stuff. That's not in like it's not even that good. Anyway, I'm sorry. No, keep keep going. It's good. <laughs> Robert, so Robert Paulson. Robert Paulson. His, that's what his name was. He's gonna be Batman. Uh, so the lighthouse. Yeah, Robert Patterson, Willem Dafoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the director was Robert Eggers, and uh, the, I think the first one I talked about way back when the Florida Project was a A24. Yeah. Another A24. Really? Yeah. Uh, Holy shit. They never make bad things. They just don't. And they, they're producing a I lot. I bet I could find something bad. I'm, they, they, uh, I'm sure they have some They're on like a six-month schedule. They're putting out shit like every six months, yeah. man. They're like Apple. I know. If you go to their site, it's a nonstop content. But anyway, this was an awesome movie. Really? Uh, it's bl- black and white, mm-hmm. so you might have to get over that if you're man. not into black and white. Um, the whole story is it's two semen. I don't, <laughs> I don't know the chase. <laughs> and one egg. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know what the term is, but they're two like lighthouse tenders, like keepers. Keepers, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know what the. That's a hard job. What you would actually call them, but you the it it starts with them on the boat and they're going to the island. They're on a four week assignment. They don't know each other. They've never met each other, and it's the whole story of what they experienced during that four weeks. Um, Does which one is, of them go crazy? Yeah, of course. Come on, what else is going to happen? Have on you heard stories about lighthouse keepers? No, weeks. but I think I've seen this movie. Have you really? <laughs> yeah, you. That's one you watched. Sure. Wow. Everybody okay. Sure it's it's it looks good. It's really good. Yeah, really good. Like nice. I turned it on one night and and fell asleep to it. It was like oh. eleven o'clock or mm-hmm. whatever. And Melinda came in and watched the end of it. And the very first thing she said in the morning, she's like, 
you need to watch that movie. And so I, I did, and it was 100% my kind of movie. Nice. Um, it, it, I would say it's classified as like a psychological horror oh, type film. It falls into horror, huh? Yeah. Um, really? But there's like, there's no jump scares. There's no like ghosts or. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Midsummer? That's also by A24. It's one of the ones that I, that I recommend that it's similar to is, is Midsummer. Yeah. No yeah. jump oh, scares. Geez. It's no like jump psychological. Scares. It's, yeah. And you're, you're right there with is them there the whole time. Is there gore in in the lighthouse? Not a lot. Okay. There's a couple eight, uh, scenes. Yeah. Uh, Midsummer has a it's, shit it's, ton of gore. Yeah, yeah but we're not really talking about Midsummer. <laughs> we're kind of talking about the lighthouse. It's, Sorry, it's I'm just w- trying to compare. It's the two. way less gore than Midsummer. Midsummer okay. was like pretty a, pretty gory. My bearings. Yeah. Well, uh, Midsummer is also not black and white. That's true. It's like the it's exact opposite. So, so black and white, and it's in a like. <laughs> 1.19 to 1 ratio so it's almost like a square format so it doesn't oh. once you get over that yeah uh you know we're just not used to seeing it once you get past that though it, it really helps uh make it feel like it's from a different time it's it's supposed to be placed in 1890 mm-hmm. um and it feels like it's a different time that you're watching between that and the black and white yeah and they're out on this remote island and it's just a building and there's this long hallway and a lighthouse and that's it that's all there is and the whole story takes place in these few little spaces and then outside um and basically willem dafoe is uh i would say like the experienced one he's been doing Mm, it veteran He, he claims that he used to be a sailor um he tells all these stories about being out at sea and uh robert pattinson's the new guy he's never done any of this this is his first time he used to be Sorry, I should go by their character names. Uh, oh, they that'd be are Ephraim Winslow. It's Robert Pattinson. He's the younger one, E-frame. and Thomas, mm-hmm. Thomas, Thomas Wake. That's Willem. So Thomas and Ephraim, 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 Ephraim. Is it Ephraim? I think I know, he you pronounces it with a like a more a hard E. Oh, yeah, Ephraim, <laughs> Ephraim, Ephraim, Ephraim or Ephraim. Something like that. Or Ephraim. Ephraim, sure. How's it spelled? <laughs> You're getting really into the phonetics of this. Really dissect that name. Uh, what lineage is that? Uh, so, yeah. Um, Thomas is trying to, you know, show him the ropes and tell him what it is. So he makes uh, Ephraim do the, you know, kind of the the hard work. And he gets the the glorified part of watching the lighthouse at night. That's Thomas's job. He refuses to let Ephraim do it at any point during the four weeks, which mm. kind of drives him crazy because he's a sure. little bit ambitious. He wants to learn. He wants to figure out this whole job. Uh, pretty quickly into it, uh, we can just say Ephraim, it's not a spoiler, but, but it kind of is. He's the one that starts going crazy, and he starts seeing things. One of the first few nights, he... Uh, He's he sees something out in the ocean and he goes out into the ocean to find it and it's a body. You don't know. If Wait, it's, you said it's a dream. Sorry. Well, you don't you don't really know. It's uh, kind of implied that it's a dream. Oh. Um, and as the story unfolds, more of his background mm-hmm. comes out, and he may or may not have killed somebody in the past. Mm-hmm. You don't really know. He he at one point admits 
that he was there and he saw somebody die, but he never really says whether or not he killed them, but it does haunt him. Sure. The entire film. As it should. Uh, and it starts out that uh, Thomas is like, you know, we're going to work hard during the day and then we're going to drink hard at night. Oh. Ephraim's not for it. He doesn't want to do it. He wants to. He's a sober bird. Yep. Sober bird. Uh, but eventually that changes too, which is when everything spirals and goes nuts. The last 45 minutes of this is like the best journey really you've been on. Does somebody yeah. have an ax? They're chasing someone else. around. Yes. You have seen this, haven't I think you? I have seen it. Spoiler. Were you even paying attention? No, the black and white kind of turned me off. <laughs> oh, man. Really? Were you, were you drinking? Yes. <laughs> it all, like, to me, it made it better because the whole the story. The black and white? Yeah. The, mm. the, the story, a lot of it is told in the shadows. Like, uh, like one, of the, one of the shots, uh, not a spoiler again. Uh, <laughs> Thomas, Spo- spoiler, Thomas, not spoiler. Thomas hits Ephraim. Yeah. Like they're arguing at the dinner table and he tells him not to kill a seagull or something like that. Like don't yeah. mess with seagulls. It's a bad omen. Yes. And he hits oh. him and then he stands up in the, that whole scene is not told between the glances between the two. Like half of it is told in the shadow in the way that it's like I have to overpowering watch Thomas. Yeah. Because it's like this, Hitchcock. Yeah. It's, it's very, very Hitchcocky. Hitchcock. And that was again. So Midsummer Hitchcock. Let's see what the other ones were. Uh, oh, your references? Yeah, Eraserhead. Oh, yes. Because it's got that. That's uh, on HBO too. There's a ton of sound that tells a lot of the story. Like the uh, first 15 minutes, it's really just a lot of uh, ambient sound, and okay. you you get a feel for the for the island and where they are the and the placement, and you, sure. it it feels um, overwhelming a little bit. And and they they really do a, a good job of like telling the story through the shadows, through the framing, through the sound. Mm. It was definitely like old school Hitchcock, uh, David Lynch, Eraserhead. Uh, another one was uh, The Witch. Oh, that's a good which movie. Which was also same director. Really? Uh, yep. I, he yeah. wrote and directed both. And the other one. Have you seen what? The Witch? I have seen The Witch. Yeah. That was on Netflix, correct? Yes. The that was, Witch. That was good. Yeah, um, and if you've on. seen any Tarkovsky films, it's like Russian director. I, I can't remember 60s, 70s, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stalker, The Mirror. There, there's one other I've seen. And they, it, there were some shots, too, that 100% reminded me of that. Like oh, definitely took some inspiration. Yeah, Cool. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it's really good. I don't I don't want to give away any spoilers, sure. but there's some crazy scenes and shots that like at one point. Uh, Thomas is got a rope tied to his neck and he's crawling through the mud as Ephraim is like taking him to a grave and going to bury him alive. Like, is that a spoiler alert? It's not a spoiler alert. You don't, yeah. it's because it's not telling a ton of the story. Maybe it is. I'll, we can put a disclaimer there. Spoiler alert. Spoiler uh, alert. Uh, pop, pop. There's spoiler another one alert. where Thomas is naked. You don't no full frontal. That was one one of the things I read oh, about it. Oh, Midsummer has full frontal. Th- that was one thing that I read about it. He wanted <laughs> yeah, it does. Robert Eggers wanted to have full frontal on a on a couple, and he could not get the movie financed. And finally, that was the deal. They're like, no full really? frontal male nudity. Why? Like, I don't know why that's such. A, I mean, I like why is that such a taboo? Well, think about it. Because you got dong in it. No, it's just. But we see full frontal female all the time. That's all I'm saying. That's different. It's an innie. This is that, an Audi. Uh, uh, 
That the other one's aggressive, the other one's not. Yeah, if they had like their <laughs> hanging out, you probably wouldn't want to see that shit. I don't even know where to take this. <laughs> yeah. Man, there's a lot of editing to do in this. Yeah. <laughs> it should be fine. Wait, no, but people, I do I actually there's do some have, dirty people. I actually do have a question. Okay. You had mentioned that Ephraim mm-hmm. or Ephraim yep. or Ephraim. We don't really care. Ephraim. You had mentioned that he had to do all the hard work um on the lighthouse. What does the hard work entail? Like he, so he had to treat the well. Mm-hmm. He had to paint the lighthouse. He had to, there were multiple scenes of him just like uh, with a wheelbarrow and rocks in him. It never really showed where he was taking him from or where he was taking him to, but he's, you know, hauling rocks up and down these muddy hills in the middle of these storms. The weather is a huge character in it. The island itself is mm. like the main character. I, yeah. Really interesting. Um, yeah. So he's doing the bitch work. Kind of, yeah. Like he's just, and there is there. There's like, a, uh, there's definitely a masculine, feminine overtones to who does what, which changes throughout the movie. Hmm. Uh, as, the dom and the sub. <laughs> sure. Oh, and, and um, and there is some sort of like uh, romantic relationship. Really, two lighthouse men. That's alluded to. It's a li- sure. It's a, I mean, yeah. I've heard stories about people in lighthouses and how they kind of go a little, get a little twisted. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I can imagine after a certain period of time, just with one other person. Because how by long yourself, do they stay there? Do they know? Is there like a time period? That- you lose track of time ah. quickly. All of a sudden, you have no idea if, and you feel like you're like, kind of there with them, but yeah. you. If it's been weeks or months. Yeah, you don't know. You, yeah. It could have been yeah. a week. It could have. I think that's. We could be there three months. We could have mm-hmm. been there a year. Who knows? At one point, they, they run out of rations and yeah. they're they're freaked out about that. Um, so you don't know. And one of them says, Ephraim says, well, it was just yesterday. We, we you know, we probably just missed them, but they'll, they'll come back. And he said, no, that was three weeks ago. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and as the viewer, you, you have no idea. Yeah, you, you're totally disoriented. Yeah. Uh, we're lost in time yeah in space yeah <laughs> so but, were you or you when you were watching it probably apparently. <laughs> obviously you're just like going along with it like what the fuck it might have been a different lighthouse movie it, it sounds like you probably that's did pretty if you, distinct if though. you saw that that scene well i guess that probably could have happened in other ones as well what is the uh source of light is that an oil is that kind of an oil light or are you talking about electric? lighthouse science it's a oh, yeah <laughs> We've been studying for years. Uh, it's a it's an oil, and there, yeah. that's another great scene where he he frames like hauling up the oil tank, and it's this huge like fifty gallon drum. That really, he's hauling up this spiral staircase and just sweating and exhausted by the time he gets to the top, and then yeah. Thomas just pops out of nowhere and he's like, "Why didn't you use this?" And he's like, like a lift or a pulley or something. No, it was or just off. like a little uh, like a hand gas can, you know, like a one gallon oh. thing or whatever. And then he's like, yeah, catch your breath and then bring that whole thing back downstairs. It's like, idiot. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Ooh, that would make me crazy. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's super, uh, like, abusive. Yeah, emotionally abusive. Yeah. We no, should take a field trip to a lighthouse. Man, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> That's why I have this jacket. I'm, this is my, my, lighthouse Ephra- jacket? my Ephraim outfit. <laughs> your we'll, peacoat. Whenever yep, the peacoat to, and the button-up. Whenever it cuts to you, we'll put it in black and white. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> While like I'm explaining. That. That's a great idea. Sure. Put it, set the mood. Um, so, yeah. I'm, I, I don't know if I have any more to, to really talk about. 
I mean, that other, sounds... you know, there were, there were some great, like just as a single shot by themselves, like the one where he's on a leash. Um, there's mm. one earlier where, uh, Thomas is like naked and he has like this, like pose over Ephraim, like he's going to attack. And then all of a sudden his light, his eyes are like shooting light beams at him. Just totally. There's a lot of like uh, surreal, surreal oh. imagery. Um, yeah, that's really good. Highly recommended. Yeah, I mean that's on my list, and I I think that tips uh, tips my I need to watch it. It was it was better than I expected. I just normally if it's black and white, that's for me. It's oh, sometimes it's hard. Can be a deal breaker. Yeah. Well, anything with Robert Pattinson for me is kind of a deal breaker. But he's shifting. Dude. He's he's getting away from Twilight. He's so good. He's gonna be Batman soon. He yeah he has. I mean he is Batman since Twilight, which I you know you gotta love to hate anybody that was in Twilight. Yeah, but I do love to hate. Since then, he's done some really. Jacob, are you a Jacob fan? No, I'm not any of the fans. <laughs> Carlos tried to get me to watch it, that I heard shit. There's two people, and you're Jake... on one side or the other. Yeah. Jacob's a werewolf. He's a werewolf. You might as well go werewolf because why not? Why not? But no, he's he's good. Edward will... aside, he's good. I will say the one negative, the one negative about it mm. is from Robert Pattinson. Yep. His accent is not consistent. Ooh, it it, that's not it wanders. It's not like really. Is it American, British? What's the accent? It's like an East Coast. Oh, know, like Boston. Because he's British. I don't know I'm what he sure. is. All right, but anyway, it, it, it's, it, his accent's not consistent. It's not. It's not mm. super consistent. It's it's noticeable, but it wasn't distracting because he does play the character really well. And the, at certain nice. times, he totally reminded me of like Daniel Day-Lewis, how he is like, when you see him, he is that person. He's not Daniel Day-Lewis. You forget mm. who the who the person is and you watch that character. Suspends and, your disbelief. Yeah. He yeah. he definitely had that in some scenes. It was I was impressed. Nice. It's good. Very cool. I, I can't rate it. I don't even know. Yeah, we don't have to rate it, rate it. Yeah. I mean, I usually, the r- ratings that I use are bullshit anyway. Well, they they always are. I was right? going to say that. Like, <laughs> I was actually going to bring that up. We need to nip that in the bud. <laughs> I'll give it s- seven out of nine candles. A lot oh. of it's candle lit. So. There's candles. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like and that. one seagull. Lots of seagulls. Oh, that was one more scene. <laughs> lot, one, flock, was one, more one flock scene. of seagulls. There is this vicious, <laughs> vicious scene where he grabs a seagull by the neck and just smashes it against a this real rock. seagull. Well, no, it wasn't. No seagulls were hurt in the filming. In no, this production. <laughs> no, seagulls only were that one. That one wasn't. It, I, I checked it later. I assumed that it wasn't a real one, but no, you know. no, no, no. I'm sure but they the, didn't. The scene was brutal. It was brutal. So that's yeah. like the only gore. There's more towards the end, but I won't. Not as spoil much. It. Yeah. Don't ruin it. Yeah. Don't was ruin there, it. were they kind of overacting a little bit? Did they overact a little bit? I guess that depends on your opinion. Like you mean going over the top? When I think top? of black and white, I think of overacting for some reason mm. a little bit. I don't know. Uh, like possibly, possibly, mm-hmm. but it f- it felt like what the characters could be like in that situation because they create a universe. Yeah, yeah, a perfect marriage. <laughs> If that's perfect, I don't want to be married. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Cool, man. Yeah. Great. So check it out. Awesome. Well, I also watched a movie on Amazon Prime or not? Prime. <laughs> it wasn't Primo. Amazon Prime streaming. Mm. 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 Yes. Mm. 
It was one um, that I think uh, you might be familiar with. Um, Potentially. Directed and written by none other than Jonah Hill. Ooh, oh, I, think I, know, I know what I know, this is. I know where you're going with that. Another A24 film. And also in square format. What? Say it. What's the title? Mid-90s. Super bad. Oh, shit. That wasn't written and directed by Jonah Hill. Just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> you yes. did get me. Mid-90s. Nice. Very nice. That looks like a good one. It is. Uh, I almost watched that for this week, too. As somebody that grew up skateboarding mm-hmm. in the late 80s, mid-90s, um, I was interested in watching this movie. And so I did. And I was, um, I, I liked it. I think it was, uh, it was, it was cool. Um, the characters, um, let's see, there are kind of this group of, of young men. Um, and one in particular that the movie kind of revolves around Stevie is, uh, is his name. And he's this little boy, uh, that lives with his brother and his mother, who's a single mom, um, in LA back in the mid nineties <clears throat> and uh yeah it's, it, it's, it was pretty cool like you know um a lot of the props and stuff not not just the skateboarding stuff but like even his, his brother's not his brother's not into skateboarding at all you know he's like wearing uh you know he's like more fashion kind of the main character or the older brother you said the, the older brother oh okay you know okay, okay. wearing like jordans and he has his you know his hats and he has all of his CDs and all that stuff. Mm. Like he's very kind of like materialistic. Yeah. 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 Kind of put together. And then Stevie's kind of this young wild kid that shabby. Well, he ends up, um, he, he doesn't skate at first. Um, and he ends up uh, seeing these kids hanging outside of the skate shop and he, and he's just kind of, you know, attracted to them. Like they're, they're being disrespectful to this, like, guy that comes out and is like you can't skate here i told you guys to get out and they're like fuck you man you know and, and he's just like yeah this is cool you know and so he ends up going into the skate shop and he meets this you know this group of characters um and uh at first he's kind of a, a little outsider and just wants to wants to be part of their their thing and he trades a his brother for his brother did have a skateboard but it was one of those that would be like Nowadays would be like a Walmart board. We used to, oh, yeah, you yeah. could get them at the flea market. It was yeah, like really cheap. Yeah, really, really cheap. <laughs> Didn't it have like uh, slide rails and stuff? Yeah, on yeah. The, yeah. It had rails and it had like the the bubble skid plate, you know, and the yeah. nose guard and then the bird thing and then, <laughs> and all that. <clears throat> Looked real fancy. Yeah, so he takes that into the skate, you know, skate shop and and stuff. He's hanging out there and they're like, oh man, you need another, you need a new board and stuff. Anyway. That's right. No, it's 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 kind of a cool story. You follow them. These kids are like kind of living the what you would consider like the typical kind of skater life. You know, they're young, drinking and smoking weed, and you know, just like hanging out and causing a little mischief and stuff. And he just he tags along, um, and he becomes the youngest one in the group. There was another younger uh, kid in the group named Ruben. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, <clears throat> so Ruben was kind of that, you know, the little sidekick. And then this, this guy comes along. So there's, there's kind of like a little, uh, tension Hierarchy. when, well, there's a little bit of a, a tension that happens when he ends up earning like a nickname and, and, and Ruben's like, 
you know, what the fuck kind of, Cause know, he like, didn't, he didn't have one. Yet, no, right? no yeah. he doesn't. He's, so he, he kind of gets pushed out. Yeah. Not really pushed out, but like this guy kind of just like comes up and they're like, Oh yeah. Sunburn. Yeah, man. You know, like they, they're all stoked on him. Mm. Um, and, and so like there, there is that little bit of tension, like what the fuck, man, you know, who you can't even skate, you know, or whatever. You know? So, um, yeah, let me see. What could I? Well, do you have any questions? I mean, it's questions, such a great to, huh? So you said it was uh, directed by Jonah Hill. Does yeah. he have any like experience skateboarding, or do you know? From mm. from what I well, I'm I'm just jumping in. Yeah, you are stepping on your go for it platform. But I I, I watched this too. I I thought it was really good. Um, that was kind of his experience. It was. I wouldn't say autobiographical, but he took some inspiration. Very similar from, to his experience. Yeah, from growing uh, up, he was into skateboarding, and you know, interesting. That, that was kind of what he grabbed. I wouldn't pay towards. him for a skateboarder. So I heard. Uh, I watched a Nine Club episode. Actually, listen. Did they to, cover that film? To a Nine Club episode. Yeah, and yeah, they they were talking about this, and there are people that are like, "Yeah, Jonah Hill never skated," you know, because there's like the L.A. I think it's the courthouse down in L.A. where back in the '90s, like people skated all the time and it was a yeah. bus. So cops would come and like chase you out of there. And, oh. and, and whatnot. I never skated down there, but this is what I heard. Right. Right. And, right. and uh, so now you never, you never is, skated then. Yeah. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't skate down there. And, um, but uh, now I guess it is like a designated area for people to skate. So it's kind of become, you know, Oh cool. They people, kind of took it over yeah, and claimed people, it. People can skate there, but they were talking about that and they were like, yeah, I don't think he skated and you know or whatever. If he did, it wasn't like the only thing he did. And, yeah, you know, right. He, like was he was maybe in the scene, but yeah, didn't he was actually in, or into it. You know, kind of. Sure, I mean, hanging out, watching from a distance, maybe a little bit. I don't yeah. know. I'm not saying he was sponsored. I'm yeah. just no saying he enjoyed skateboarding. He obviously didn't point. follow that career path. <laughs> yeah, right. No, yeah. no, no more he, lucrative where he's at. Yes, for sure, <laughs> by far. That's uh, cool. Tony Hawk did pretty well. <laughs> the one he skater did. he did but tony hawk did not skate down there <laughs> so he never skated then Mm-mm. what a yeah. fraud yeah that's another movie that i've been thinking about watching as well i mean i remember it came out in theaters uh well the little independent theater that we have out here um it was showing and it looked salem i mean cinema. i was born in the 90s yeah salem, salem cinema. cinema good plug for them yeah. i watched uh, it at cinnabar it was time. at Cinnabar. Yeah. I did not know that. How? I mean, was it like a day, or did they do it for? Is a, that bad that it, I, I I'd already seen it and I watched it again? No, no, not that's, at all. That's a good sign. That's to a, me. That's, yeah. that shows that it's a good film. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's not great. It is a little bit slow, um, but but it was of, kind of a good portrait. The you character know? development is good and mm-hmm. like it it's consistent and yeah. you know it kind of pays off in the end and stuff. So it's. It is a good movie. Um, if you're into skateboarding or you did grow up skateboarding back in the 90s, it's kind of a little... Was it a snapshot know. of the 90s or would you say it was just a snapshot of the cult, a part of the culture of the 90s? I'd, I'd say that probably. That, the, yeah. the latter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there, his, like I said, his brother is into like in, Other a, di- shit. in a different scene yeah. and it's just... I had a bunch of foster brothers that kind of like he actually were remind, similar reminds me of one of my <laughs> nice. foster brothers that I had. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's, I'm not really, I guess I'm not really doing it like uh, justice. It is, it is a good movie. It yeah. does have a good storyline, broken family tension between the brother and the brothers, you know, mm-hmm. like the big brother always picking on the little brother <laughs> 
Yeah, little brother messing with the big brother shit, and then he kind of kicks the crap out of him. And oh, one, a couple doesn't times. He? Yeah. yeah, a couple times. He's like, oh uh, yeah, yeah. So it's a pretty realistic brother like, relationship. Yeah, well, in, yeah. in a realistic, I, like the scenes I've seen from it, it looks like it almost could be like they're just out filming actual people yeah. out on the street. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like it could be a real story. Yeah. Um. So it is good. So, very cool yeah nice so mid 90s mid 90s very cool. i would give it um let's out of see. eight bearings out of eight bearings <laughs> i would give it uh i would give it There's two bearings per wheel i four would wheels. give it six six okay oh six yeah out you're of right eight. you're right it is it is a good movie um not the best movie i've ever seen but it is good and i and i did enjoy it sure. i feel like especially if you were a kid in that era and even remotely interested in skateboarding it was kind of you yeah know, nostalgic a little bit it was. sure yeah yeah and if you kind of grew up i i was like always like that outsider um i wasn't in with like the coolest kids like at at, at like at this kid's age um some things never like, change yeah he was like 14 <laughs> or something like that and i just wasn't really you know so if i went to a skate shop you know i didn't really necessarily feel like one of the cool kids you know mm. so it, so if you're looking at kind of like that outsider perspective looking in although he does become like he eventually it, gets works hero. his way in not the hero uh, as in he's the best skater but yeah. just kind of earns that he's accepted accepted for mm. sure so we still love you nice mid 90s <laughs> yeah mid 90s check it out nice you won't prime it. it prime it prime it prime it all right Cool. I think that's well, it. I think that concludes yeah. uh, the prime episode. So next week, what are we? Uh, HBO. HBO. All right. Check out next week. 